Hi, y'all. We're back today, and our topic is Job or Zion. Um, so uh, there's been a couple of debates going on who's better, Jaw or Zion. And in my opinion, I think Jaw is better. I know he's six foot three, like 170 pounds. He's the lightest player in the NBA, but uh, he's still putting up average of 19 points per game, almost eight assists, and then three rebounds per game for that to be a rookie point guard. And then leading a team to the A seed, who was like the 12th seed last year in the West, is really good. But then we have Zion, who's, what, 285 pounds, 6'6", power forward, who's been out for half the season, who just came back. In his first 11 games, he's dropped a bunch of 31 or 30 points and 12 rebounds plus. And people are saying that he's better than Jaw. But in my opinion, Jaw is the most, is the more skilled player and he's going to be the better player than Zion. And he is better than Zion right now. But there's a lot of people saying Zion's better just because of the way he's he's built and his athleticism for how he's 285 pounds. So, Yeah, draw stats are he's 17.3 points per game, 3.4 rebounds per game, and 7.1 assists compared to Zion's 19.5 points per game, 8.2 rebounds, and 1.7 assists, which draws better or Zion has a better – a little bit better stats, in my opinion, but he also hasn't been playing for as long. Yeah, so. you got to keep in mind that Zion, Jaw's been playing this whole season. Zion came back for All-Star break? Yeah. So Zion has been playing way less games. He's still dominating. But when you look at it in a, like, who's going to be better all-time standpoint, it's really tough because they play completely differently. One's a big, one's, one's a point guard, so you got to look at that. But... Well, the modern NBA now, it's more of um, who has a better jump shot. And that's what the game is modifying into. So, for sure. I feel like Jaw's going to have a better career overall. Not necessarily in the awards, the rookie of the year, Jaw. If it's straight, hands down. If it's Zion, that's just bad. But hands down, Jaw is going to be better. And we're talking about hardware and winning trophies and stuff like that. I, I don't see Zion winning with the Pelicans at all. Championship. He's going to have to get a couple of trades or some draft picks. But same thing with Jaw. Jaw's in the same position with the Grizzlies. But I see the Grizzlies having more success than the Pelicans because the Grizzlies have a young core that they can build around and they can make some trades and they have some draft picks that they can use to really modify it together. And to have a young, I want to say superstar, but superstar in the making as your point guard leading you all the way already, that's like an indicator that for the, these next years it's going to be positive, that you guys are going to do good. Do good. And then you have Jaron Jackson Jr., 6'11", power forward, who just was a rookie last year, and they already made a duo, and they already have chemistry and stuff like that. So I just don't see anybody really stopping that duo. And, yes, Zion has Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and Jackson Hayes. They have a whole bunch of people. Jahil Okafor, they have a whole bunch of people. But that team has been getting blown out by every single good team you can see. And when Jaw and uh, Zion played each other, I think Zion won the game with his team, but – Jaw, you could tell Jaw was still working against Zion. Jaw was able to get Ali Oops, go to the paint, and score on Zion, unlike others. And Zion was, I wouldn't say Zion was still dominant, but I wouldn't say Zion was really able to handle Jaw's quickness and stuff like that. So, yeah, the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies just recently got D'Angelo Russell, didn't they? No, nah, that's Timberwolves. But. <laughs> Uh, one thing to keep in mind too is they're both in the Western Conference and they're both fighting for that eight spot. Uh, we have a special guest today named uh, Jordan. So, Jordan, come here real quick. Uh, so, who do you think is better in your opinion? I think Jaws better because 
the stuff that he does on a regular basis, and he's been doing it all season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just don't see – and then especially Josh's story leading up to the NBA, his freshman year at Murray State, was averaging like 14 points per game, wasn't on really anybody's radar. And uh, he was pro- projected the, that year, freshman year, to go like 27th pick in the draft. And then sophomore year going in, so he projected to go 53rd, I think, into yeah, the draft. And um, out of nowhere, he just had the all-time season that any kid could dream of. And he went second overall pick to the Memphis Grizzlies. So I just think Jaws' story is incredible because in high school, he was – no, nobody's radar had like one D one offer, had barely any offers, and um, he was actually five foot eight, I think, his junior year, and grew to five foot eleven senior year. And then they said, like yeah, and they said freshman year of college he grew to six one, and then they said sophomore year he came back he was six three. So I just think his story is incredible. But Zion, he was noticed a little bit. Nah, what was it? Junior year, senior, junior year of high school because he skipped a grade. He reclassified for his dunks in AAU, and how he can dunk and all that stuff. But uh, I just don't see um. It wasn't how, even AAU; like it was school ball. School ball, yeah. He was dunking on like little tiny guys, and everyone was thinking, "Well, he's not going to be good. He's no comp." And then he, he AAU. reclassified he, AAU. He did dominated. good. AAU dominated. He played Lamelo Ball. That game was highly probably the liveest. Yeah, that's what had a bunch of world. NBA players there. And then he went to Duke for college, and he led them to what the six sweet sixteen. I don't even think it was sweet sixteen. They lost in elite eight, right? No, yeah. uh, elite eight, elite eight. Yeah, they lost in elite eight to um, Michigan State, Michigan State to Cassius Winston, and uh, they were able to defeat Taco Fall. Zion, Zion put that work on Taco Fall, fouled him out the game, and they won by one point, but still. And then I think. Um, in general, people tend to forget that Zion had help from R.J. Barrett and Cam Reddish while John Morant was making runs. He only – John Morant only survived and made out the first round, but he made a run with no-name players. But he did he did help his friend out, uh, Buckingham, number 11, who played with Murray State. Now he has him on the G League team for the Grizzlies, so it's kind of like he was looking out for his friends. So I think that's kind of cool. And so um, I just think Zion's path – and the way he's been over, not overhyped, but the way he's been hyped up has made him, made people feel more, make it, made people think that he's way more better than Jaw just because he has a way more hype than, than what Jaw has received throughout his whole lifetime. So Yeah. Uh, also, it's impressive on Zion's part from, dude's probably the most hyped up college basketball player since LeBron. LeBron didn't even go to college. Oh, yeah, like, sorry, high school, like AU coming around. Yeah. And he's living up to the hype. Oh, yeah. Which is really tough to do in the modern age of basketball. I mean, but he's already been getting, for uh, Zion, he's been getting respect from almost every single, like, present NBA player, but he's also earned respect from past NBA players who are retired already. And so I think that's kind of, like, putting people in shock and stuff like that. He's, the late Kobe Bryant, who just died, he was talking about Zion and stuff like that. And, um... I think that was very special. And uh, Jaw, I feel like Jaw is um, I only person I really see praise Jaw so far is LeBron James. Russell. Russell and LeBron James. Well, Jaw said he plays like Russell Westbrook. That's who his idol was. Yeah. That's who he, but I remember yeah. when the Rockets were playing the Grizzlies and Jaw had that crazy fall. Yeah. And Russell, uh, Russell after the game, like, pulled him aside. He was like, you got to stop. 
you got to be more cautious on your feet because you can't be getting better at it. Yeah. I feel like, and then um, how people like the NBA is different from college basketball. It does not look different for them when they first. They didn't, it didn't even look like they had to modify to anything. It looked like they just knew what they were doing. Like they're just out there playing from the jump. Right. And it's um, crazy because college basketball is so different. From yeah. Them. So yeah. that's really impressive that you, they can just be. Yeah, and ready. then um, especially like strength wise, like, you saw Zion summerly. He's just bullying everybody. And he was out even in the NBA at all. So I just think that's kind of crazy how mm-hmm. he took the ball from Kevin Knox, took it out of his hand, ripped him, made him fall down, and dunked it on him. So I just think that's kind of crazy how um, they didn't really have to even modify to anything. They were already, like, truly ready for the NBA. And um, I just feel like if you overhype one person, then the world is going to re- think that player is better. And then the more underrated player won't get the respect that he really deserves. So that's why I think Jaw is better. Because people don't tend to realize that um, if you're overhyped, the world is going to see you as better. And if you're not overhyped, the world is going to see you as irrelevant. And um, they're going to just give up on you, basically, if you don't have the hype. So that's why I think that's kind of bad for the modern recruiting system right now. It's kind of like if you're not, if you're a high D1 athlete, then you're going to have a bunch of followers. But let's say that you're not a high D1 athlete. You got D1 offers and nobody knows about you all, then you're terrible. Mm-hmm. And then if, you're, if you're not coming out of high school as a four-star or higher, then you're going to be seen as terrible. A three-star or higher, if you didn't come off of a huge team like Sierra Canyon did have last year, but now they have another one this year. It's kind of like if you didn't come off a huge team and didn't make a name for yourself off of playing with other five-stars, then it's kind of like you're irrelevant to everybody else, and I don't even know how you're here. That's what it's kind of been like for me. Seeing stuff, that's how it's been. That's how all the other kids are treated. So it's kind of weird. But And how I see it now, it's like the older guys who have been there at college are just now like, it's like, shoot, you got a, you got a freshman who's going to be one and done. Let me just give him the ball and let him do what he wants to do because he's going to the league. And I'm just not trying to make a name for myself. So that's what I've been kind of seeing. Cause last night, Vanderbilt, I just gave the ball to Scotty Pippen Jr. the whole time. That was it. He's a freshman. So I was well, have another kid there. Uh, I think he transferred out. He did. Because it's all the variables in Tennessee. It was Kenny Martin's son, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't He didn't transfer out. He just decided to go post-grad school at IMG. He's at IMG Academy now. Oh, so he's school. not a venue. Yeah. And uh, I think it's kind of bad. And then the post-grad year and stuff like that, I just think that's kind of bad now. It's kind of ruining college basketball and taking away from it because now people are just getting greedy for the money. But, I mean, I understand if you were able to go and do that and you know you're going to leave the next year, then I would do it too. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, like, there's with this new rule that you can get it you can get an agent out of high school or whatever. I'm yeah. not I feel like most recruits are gonna start doing what Darius Baisley did or yeah. what Jalen Jalen uh LeCue out of uh Brewster Academy. Brewster Academy did where they, they either did their fifth year or they, they just went and trained. Because if you yeah. if you're old enough you can just do that. Yeah. So, but, I mean, college basketball still is. And Cassius Stanley's 21 years old as a freshman right now in college. Because yeah. he uh, stayed. Yeah. He was loses your draft he was out, Yeah, he's, he's projected 50th overall pick, something like that, to the Thunder. But um, he did two years of post-grad school before he even did real high school. Then he went to Sierra Canyon. So he's old. But um, I don't think people really realize what's happening right now. So um, that's it for today. And... Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Listen. <laughs>